There is more going on than you know. There are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua, a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley, and each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley, and with me today is my special guest and also fellow channeler, Cindy Edison. Hi, Cindy. Hey, Gary. How are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you. Nice to be back. Yeah. Our last episode I had, you know, what's really cool is it's uh, we have a great community of listeners all over the world, yeah. and there are lots of them. And so I had lots of great feedback. It's like me. When I first started channeling, I only thought that Esther channeled, and now it's fun to find you, David Strickle, Astrid Halverson, um, all there's these Roxanne. Yeah, there's tons of us. And what's <laughs> cool is our message, or their message, the channel, you know, the entity's message. You channel Joseph, I channel Joshua, and the message is consistent, which yeah. is great because it really gives a lot of you know, verification to what we're talking about. But you and I as humans are trying to incorporate this into our lives. And so we, we get to be examples of people who are getting it sometimes, aren't getting it sometimes, we're just normal people. And so everyone gets to pay attention to us. And so a lot of my friends were like, yeah, I really love that Cindy Edison uh, oh, broadcast. And it was very cool. Yeah, so it's one of, one of the most popular ones that we had. Well, so I wanted to have you back and we talked before coronavirus. So just want to think what, what's Joseph's thoughts on this? Well, as you can imagine, it, we were bombarded with questions about this and they, I, at first I had no interest in talking about it because I am not one to go into the fear. I thought personally, I thought it was just, ridiculous from the beginning. Um, and so I was kind of avoiding the questions. And Joseph finally said, we need to answer the questions. <laughs> so I said, okay, what do you want to say? Um, so of course, from our perspective, from, from that higher perspective, which you know, um, and for anybody who knows what any illness uh, is caused by is the fear. Right. So this is a collective fear. This is because fear manifest in as many different ways as love does. Right. And so fear, this is a collective fear manifestation. And the more people who um, latch on to the fear side of this thing are more susceptible to getting it. Yeah. You know, that's the underlying, I mean, that's what, that's what they said in a nutshell. That's what they said. Yeah. Um, I assume Joshua said very similar. Yeah. In fact, the biggest uh, response I ever got to a video was Joshua, Joshua did a special Joshua Live talking about this and then answered two questions, made it into a video, and then had thousands of people listening to it. Yeah. And then it was pulled by YouTube. It was pulled? Why? Because it was, you know, contrary oh. to what the establishment wants, <laughs> you know, the, the yeah. thing is, right? Because Joshua was saying, if you have fear, you're you're going to experience this to whatever degree that fear is. It's just an exploration. Yeah. But yet this, like everything, is a being of love, and it's here to move through the population and change people's perspectives, and it gives people time in this lockdown to reprioritize their life. And it's, it's valuable. And so we should look at it from this value point. Certainly we don't want to get sick, and we don't want to you know have loved ones die and that sort of thing. But – that's just the fear because the reality is that as we're learning now, we're in May 29th is that the numbers are different than what we're told. And it's affecting, you know, it's affecting an age group that's actually aged than the expected life expectancy of the population. So that expected life population uh, could be like 78 and the people who are dying are in their eighties. You know, it's, it's, and it's, a, it brought me to think about 
what the fear of death is really doing to people. Oh, well, that's a, that's a subject I'd love to get into, the death subject. But I want to I, I bring this into this discussion, too, for a second. Um, this pandemic, God, I hate that word. This pandemic that, is, that we're now living in, that has been deemed this pandemic, this is a, um, the manifestation of the fear that is helping to assist us in our splitting of the worlds. So where the new earth comes in, this is a very important movement because um, the, the, in fact, I had a session with Joseph yesterday and somebody else, but, um, and they said at that time that um, they didn't know how it would manifest itself, the fear, because as many fearful emotions as we have and as many different feelings that we can feel from fear, there are those many different manifestations. So they knew, of course, they're watching, you know, and they're, they're feeling us and they're watching what's happening here on our earth. And of course, as, as the earth ascends and we move closer to the new earth, there's a delineation that happens there. And they have been calling the earth um, probably for the past maybe four or five months only, um, the choosing ground. And so this is our point of choice right now. We're either going to choose to stay in and latch on to the fear and ride that out, and you're riding in one direction, or you're choosing, as we are, to move forward and move toward the new earth, move forward and, and focusing on love and not the fear. Yeah. So we can expand the love and not the fear. So this is on a, on a higher level. You know, this is uh, really important. It's really important for the um, evolution of the human collective. Right. And yeah, a lot of people will say we're moving from 3D Earth to 5D Earth. And Joshua says we're moving from an old approach to life of fear and control yes. to a new approach of love and acceptance. Yes. And it's all really about, you know, analyzing the fear that you're feeling. And so there's two types of fear. One is rational, where something could kill you today and everything else is irrational, like what people think about you. And so when we're feeling this, you know, you, you could say that going on an airplane is a rational fear because the plane could crash, but you have enough data to know that it's the safest form of travel and therefore you can push past the fear and get on that plane. Well, the same is true of the coronavirus. You could be in hysterics, wearing a mask, staying at home, quitting your job. A lot of people aren't going to come back to work for fear. And... That's just not rational because we have enough data to say that unless you have an underlying condition or you're older or you have diabetes or something or if you're overweight, you're effectively going to ride this through like you would a flu. Maybe an intense flu, but it's going to be okay. Um, and that's the, that's the reality of it, whether it's 1% death or 0.4% death, you know, very small you know, it's not any more dangerous than driving your car or if you're, you know, if you're young enough and healthy enough, it's really not dangerous at all. But are you going to radically change everything as a reaction to this fear? Or are you going to look at it rationally and say, this is the thing that's here. I'm not going to let it affect me. And you and I have that mindset where if it's for us, if it's coming to us, it's for us. And I think a lot of our listeners have the same idea. So we have choosing then this new reality, this new approach, this 5D. We're ready to go with it. Yes. And sure, there's going to be fear, but we are on board. And Jesus, even when I was a kid, they were talking about like the revelations, the new earth, that people are going to be, you know, in a lot of fear. And this is where we come in to, tr to show people that fear is just a choice. Well, that's right. And, um, you know, speaking about the choosing to move forward, one thing that we are focused on now is, first of all, you can't get to the new earth with fear. It does not live there. You know, Joseph represents that vibration and there's no fear there. Right. So um, the human collective, as we are today in this body, uh, we're not going there like that. First, we create it in the non-physical for ourselves and it's created. So it's there for us to manifest. And then we, um, we have been, 
this is so cool, that we're creating the new human that will live on this new earth. And that new human comes with no fear. We don't bring bags with us. We don't bring our stuff. You yeah. know, we bring our love with yeah. us. And so um, we have been teaching now that, um, like we've been moving, evolving. This message has been awesome as we move forward. But we're teaching about the aspects of the current human and that, and they're calling us, Joseph is calling us this current, um, the current you and the current me. Uh, we have been here many, many, many times. And um, as are many, many, most of us, I guess all of us, I don't know, as long as humans have been in this body, meaning in this vibration. So now we step forward in this incarnation. I step forward, you step forward. Sally over here steps forward and says, I will go in at this time for this shift. And part of our role is to rid our hmm, eternal physical vibration of the fear, which means that the aspects of us who are living now on other timelines as vibrations, um, the fear that they had at that time still exists in our vibration. Because when we become physical, we pick it up and we move on, right? So now we're here to clear those aspects of fear. So the, you know, it's, it's interesting, um, you know, that the way you're discussing this, we don't talk about it the way you do, you know, but it's interesting that you, that you put it in that perspective. Um, but our perspective is, uh, first and foremost individual, you know, because that is our, that's our work because we don't, we don't, uh, we can't help anybody if we're not in alignment. Yeah. So we're teaching alignment. Yes. So we're examples of alignment. Yes. And we are examples of, of what it's like to live in this new approach or this new body, this, this new mindset that yes. says no longer do we have to protect ourselves, that we're always given everything that, that we need to do this exploration, that we're eternal, yes. and that that aspect of fear that's been driving humanity for so long, most of it is irrational and is not necessary. And it's really, when you're living in fear, you're denying your authentic self, the self that exists in the non-physical here. And so there's always that inner conflict and this manifests itself into, you know, unwanted physical conditions like chronic disease or right. breakups or getting fired from a job, things like that, right. uh, which is unnecessary. Right. That's right. And it's all about alignment because, you know, when I left the corporate world back in 09, I remember walking out of that place and said, I said, I will never. And I don't know if I even said it. It came out of my mouth, but I don't think it was directed by me. <laughs> um, there was something my soul was saying, that's finished. We're finished. Yes. You know, I, said, I will never go back to the corporate world again. There's too much, ah, too much uh, fear based learning, let's say yes. fear based influence. It's, and that doesn't help anybody. It's, you know, it's one thing to be in a profession that you're absolutely passionate about yeah. and that you just can't wait to get there. And then the rest of the population is basically existing in a state of slavery where they have to go in to do this thing in order to survive. And they're not living their purpose that they came forward to live because they are perceiving that this is their only source of abundance that people are going to judge them on their choice of career, that all, they're going to abide by these limiting beliefs and keep themselves rather small. I, I kept seeing in a hundred years from now, people are going to look back at us and say, what do you mean they went to work and they traded time for money? And <laughs> I've been getting this real strong sense that, that the government has evolved to use its people as this, labor force and consumer base to generate taxes to create bigger and bigger government, you know, more control, more control, more control. And then I have this feeling that, that humans are now serving the government by abiding by this system where you work and then you spend what you earn and you're taxed every bit of the way, you know, uh, which is sort of like this treadmill that you're getting on just to keep the government going, you know. And in this new earth, it's going to be 
I'm just going to do what I'm inspired to do, which will be of benefit to all, which will be so much more powerful. And I don't need anyone telling me what to do. I am going to live in absolute freedom and joy. That's right. But yet we can't even imagine what that's like because we have no reference point for that. You know? <laughs> well, I've imagined it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, I go there a lot in my meditations. You know, I hang uh-huh. out there because it's really a great, you know, it's a great feeling. And especially like doing this work, you know, it's, it's very filling. It's really, it's so rewarding vibrationally. I'm it sure is. it is. Satisfying. Yep. Yeah. And even like today, if I walk, when I go into a corporate building to take something or pick something up, whatever it is, I, I get like, you know, I, I just want to run. I just want to run because yeah. it's, there's such a conflict in my own. Uh, I can feel the, the um, contrast in my own vibration. Absolutely. I was just right? taking something to be filed at the county building here and you got to go through a, you know, a metal detector and yeah. there's guards there and then no one's in the building. You know, it's just a giant building. No one's there. It's all dark. And you walk to the back and you walk past rows and rows and empty cubicles and you find a person there who's going to stamp whatever you need to stamp. And they're always seem to be in the worst mood imaginable well, wouldn't you know? you be? Yeah. absolutely I they mean, are trapped in their cage yeah, yeah. And that's influence you know that's the influence and that's what we're taught and that's part of what we're teaching too and that is that um you know check your beliefs and 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 if your beliefs are out of alignment and that is an out of alignment belief i'm doing this every single day because i was taught that this is what you do yeah. i remember i was listening to um uh, uh, Esther one day and um, the guy asked her what they were talking about. He said his question, I'm sorry. He said his question was um, how did we know if we picked the right career? And uh, Abraham kind of played with him a little bit and said, what is a career? And the guy said, well, you know, we go to 12 years of school and then we go to college and we pick one thing and then we do it for the rest of our lives. And Abraham said a lot of things, but the main thing that they said was, you are multidimensional beings. We can't understand why with your capacity for joy and your capacity for your creativity, you know, and excitement and all those things that, that create such beautiful existence for us, why you would ever choose one thing to do your whole life. Right. Make, I love this line. They finished it off by saying, we would uh, make our career... Uh, living happily ever after and whatever it took to get there is what we would do. Absolutely. I, I love that because when you live in joy, you know, if you're in alignment, that means that your thoughts are, are going to manifest from the space of alignment, which is love. So you're going to be continuously in joy. So yeah. that's the place where I want to stay. You yeah. know, I mean, it's a choice. It's a choice like anything else. Yeah. You create the new, create the yeah. new, yes. which is counter to what our society says. Society, oh, you're just, you know, starting something and never finishing. You're just bopping from one thing to the other. Can't you figure it out? No. (laughs) I feel like this is interesting now, and I'm going to pull on the thread of that and lead me to something else, and that's what I'm going to do, you know? Yes. But uh, think of the school system. I mean, think of what it trains you to do. Show up on time study this, behave, be quiet, don't talk, don't talk back. Memorize this. Memorize, except that that person at the head of the class is your leader and they know more than you do, which is absolutely not true. And then you go off to college and you have to pick a major and then you have to do the same thing for another four years. And then you have those teachers as your leaders. Then you go get a boss and that person's your leader and you're never thinking for yourself, you know. That's yeah. right. Yeah, they don't teach they don't teach kids how to think or how to choose and, or, and why why certain choices result in certain consequences or manifestations. We prefer manifestations. Right. And how you can never fail. Failure is the worst possible thing you could ever do, we, which we don't use that word. You know, <laughs> we think, we say everything is an experience. If you take all that, all those crappy words out of our language, like <laughs> failure, mistake, there's no mistakes. There's right, no, no mistakes. You, you said the first time I met you, you said that Joshua, the 
the first thing I remember um, hearing you say that Joshua says is that there is no wrong. There's no wrong. And of course there isn't. There's only experience. There's only experience. And through every experience, we get to then choose again. Right. Yeah, we get to, you know, know, of all that stuff that's been written and said, which is so fascinating, the first three words of the first book is everything is right. And the next is there is no wrong anywhere in the universe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we, you, you, when we look at things laser focused in our problems, we focus on the wrong, but that's only a perception of wrong. You know, it's actually, if you weren't focusing on that, if you were focusing on, on what's going well, then you would get more of what's going on. And it's the illusion that things are going wrong because everything's working out. It's, That's right. It's complicated, but, you know, there's a system to all this. We, well, we would say that the system is vibrational. Right. Because we would, you know, we, we say that everything is a choice of in alignment or out of alignment. And your ego, your friend, the ego is your friend. The ego is the... Uh, balance of the soul in the third dimension. So the ego, when you start choosing thoughts, when we, the human aspect, start choosing thoughts that are going to take us out of alignment, the ego starts nudging us. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because this is what you're going to feel. And we get the negative emotion. Right. And so, I mean, down to the ego, that's a, that's a, this is going to be a, a tough um, learning to change because the ego has always been taught to be awful, edging God out. You know, they did a post the other day, edging God out. That's a fearful teaching. You know, everything that's negative is a fearful teaching that does not come from source. Right. Exactly. There is nothing bad in any of this. The ego is not bad. Fear is not bad. Coronavirus is not bad. It's there. Yeah, there are, there's purposes and reasons for all of this, you know, and it's to move, move us forward. Okay, so we're moving from 3D Earth. Josh was talking about this a lot lately, is that for the first time ever, we're having people on Earth who have experienced inauthenticity and come to, a, to an awareness of what they were doing and now have the opportunity to approach life from a new perspective and to explore authenticity, true authenticity. And this is the moving from the old approach to the new, new approach, from 3D to 5D, processing limiting beliefs and fear, moving forward in love and acceptance. How long does this take to get to the 5D earth? How long does it take? Yeah, is it, it like one generation or 100 years? or? It takes as long as it takes. I know. What is that, like next week? <laughs> it could be next week. Well, first of all, okay, so we have to think about it vibrationally. So, it, and, and we have to think about it on an individual level. So, so Joseph represents this, um, the vibration of the new earth, which means that every time you manifest something, you know, when you shoot off, as, as Esther says, you shoot off a rocket of desire, that is given. Asking it is given. That's what that means. So it's a given in its non-physical form, in the non-physical vibration. And it's our job as physical beings to bring it into the physical. How do we do that? We focus. We focus. So having said all that, the manifestation process wrapped up in 20 seconds. Um, so individually, we release the resistance, which is releasing the fear. And the more we focus on our in alignment thoughts and more we focus on and choose from the, from the space of love, the more dominant that vibration becomes within us. That's more dominant than that we emit, right? So we attract more of that, right? You get back yep. what you what you put out. So you're putting out this loving vibration instead of the fear vibration. So you start to experience more loving manifestations because that's where your focus is. Right. So it happens individually. The earth has already risen. The earth is is rising. We say expanding. The, the, the earth is expanding to the fifth dimension, which means that it is available for us on a non-physical level. We cannot go there as this human. This human, this body is dense, the denseness. We are made completely perfect to live in the dense vibration of the third, uh, of the third realm yeah. where there's contrast. So we will, we will have bodies there, but they will be lighter. They will be light bodies. Right. Not 
the light body we talk about, not our light body, which is our spirit. Right. Um, but they will be lighter bodies because there'll be no sickness because there's no fear there. Right. There'll be no sickness. So, um, you know, that, that takes as long as it takes. And, and it takes uh, what will ultimately manifest it individually and on a collective level is vibrational agreement. And our collective vibration right now is just awful. Well, this is an interesting point because if you say, you know, is humanity, has humanity, let's say over the last, since 1900, has humanity moved from fear to love? Sure. And we say, oh, well, there's so much fear now. But really, there was way more fear in World War One, in the Depression, in World War Two, in racism, in the 70s. There was way more crime. You know, we can't really think back. We, th- we tend to say, oh, it was all peaceful and quiet and nice there. But there was a lot of, you know, it was way more intensely in fear back then than it is now. Our fears are a little bit different now, but generally speaking, there's never been more people into these teachings. Well, there's true. never been more people into yoga, into veganism, into all these things. We have shifted rapidly. There's never been greater wealth or greater technology. There's so much good that's pouring in right now very rapidly. I was just watching a documentary on China and how from you know, from the 80s to now, China is supposed to catch up with, you know, U.S. in this economy in 2025. And that's only been 45 years, you know, to go from a third world poverty-stricken country to one with the most robust economy in the world in a short amount of time. Things are happening rapidly. And, of course, as people move out of poverty, they move out of fear. If they move out of ignorance and, and are and educated, well, now we have more means for education. There's more of these conversations happening. We're, I remember when I got interested into Law of Attraction and got, went to see Abraham Hicks back in, say, 2012, um, there was very small people, amount of people going there. Nobody wanted to talk about it with their friends because they thought it was weird. Uh, people were sort of like, I'm going to hide this. People yeah. were still not getting it. They were still using it as control like I did. I'm going to use this law of attraction stuff to get my money back. And now there's just waves and waves of people coming in and all kinds of interest in this. So I think we're moving quicker than we think. Well, you know, we, we think about that whole thing as we don't – there are so many differences between what you're comparing and, and – our perspective, because there was no technology back then. I mean, not yeah. this. Um, so, and, you know, we say crime was worse back then. I don't know. I could argue that, but maybe it wasn't worse. Maybe we just didn't hear about it as much. We had three TV stations when I was growing up and it was and an antenna on top of a pole, you know? So um, in, in that case, we, we look at that as um, the it's always a perfect balance, the dark and the light. So the dark that we're seeing, we call it dark, I call it dark, they don't particularly like that, but um, the darkness or the fear that's here now is perfectly balanced with the light, right? Right. So the more light that, the more more light comes in, the darker the dark gets. Yes, because, but that's a perspective thing. So for instance, poverty, statistically, there is half as much poverty as there was 20 years ago. And, but the contrast and the observation that people have now between the wealth possible, that gap has never been wider, obviously, between Jeff Bezos and someone living on $2 a day. Well, they were living on $1 a day 20 years ago, but that's all they knew is other people living on $1 a day. Now they know that there's people like Jeff Bezos around and, there's, and how Americans are living. And so they can feel that disconnect, how poor they are. Or even living here, you're working at a, at a minimum wage job in America, that's going to feel like you're stuck in poverty and it's not fair, you know? Well, that's, that's a, a fearful perspective. 
Yeah, fearful it perspective. Be, it might be what somebody calls the truth or a statistic. Right. How much truth right. knows, we don't know. Yeah. But it's a perspective. And when you hold on to that perspective and you beat up on everybody else who has more than yeah. you do, you keep yourself in that fear. Yeah, you're just exploring that fear even more. And you're allowed yeah. to explore whatever you want to explore. Right, yeah. right. Knowing that it's going to manifest more of what you don't want. Right. Joshua talks about this. There's a difference between what you truly want and what you think you want. And what you truly want is to express your love, is to experience true freedom and true abundance, is to expand in joy, not in suffering, and is to uh, discover something more unique about physical reality and discover who you are. And what you think you want is usually based in fear and lack. Right. I'd like to have a million dollars in the bank account because I don't feel secure now. I'd like to have a beautiful mate because that would make me look great in everyone's eyes. They you know, they would admire me. I want to have these things because I don't feel it now. So if we can give up those kind of false desires, which, you know, when you first hear that idea, it's like, what do you mean give up my desires? That's crazy talk. You know, I, w- I want all the things I want. And then you get into this place of not being attached to the outcome of things and saying, the universe will guide me along this course and I'll get everything I really need. And also all these feelings that are associated with who I truly am. So if you could change, you know, if you could trade a a day where you feel, you know, joyful, exhilarated, interested, have fun, curious, be with other people, or you could have a million dollars, you know. You would take those feelings, those high vibrational feelings, which would inevitably lead you off to a better place anyway, wherever that is. You know, the money is never going to solve those things you think you want. Right. We're so, you know, we're so um, educated in this is the only way to get what you want. You have to struggle and effort and work hard and do something your whole life and put money away for when you retire and then you'll be successful. Yeah, well, I don't buy that. <laughs> so, so this is why that the exact reason why we teach focus on alignment. Focus on alignment all the time because all of those things we want, and of course, as Abraham, Joseph also um, it expands on that teaching of everything you want is in the, what Esther calls the vortex and what Joseph refers to as alignment. And so, uh, because alignment is the space of loving manifestation. So it's not only loving emotionally, emotionally, joy, peace, all, and, and all that good stuff, but it's also the material things. I mean, they don't not want us to have those things, right? you know, no, no. But, but the, but the, the manifestation is different because you're in joy when you're there and you're in joy when you're creating it, you're in joy when it's delivering. So it doesn't really matter. And that's where your um, attachment comment comes in. They told me several years ago, you can have attachment to nothing. Yeah. And I, you know, when I first heard that, I went, Oh crap, you know, yeah. I'm attached to some things, you know? And they said, we don't mean it that way. We mean that every, you will have everything you want. It's all in alignment. Right. It's all in alignment. Well, look at it this way. I want, you know, you could say I want a Porsche because that would mean I'm successful. And so I'm going to do everything I can to get to Porsche. Or you say I'm successful and I was inspired to buy a Porsche because it matches who I am, you know. Yeah. And or it's just fun to drive. Just fun to drive. Car. Exactly. It just, costs more than the, the car did for repairs. So <laughs> I didn't hold on to that too long. But yeah. So it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. You 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 know now I'm what I'm doing now is I'm bringing everything down to the day. You know, we're supposed to live in the moment, but I find that that yeah. I can live in the moment in this conversation. You know, but really, if I just bring it down to the day and see, okay, I'm just going to really enjoy fully this day. Not worried about the past. That's all happened before. It's led me to this day. That's great. And not need anything to be different. So I'm not worrying about the future. I'm just going to enjoy what I have today. And then I'll have inspiration during the day. So I'll do certain things and set things up. And then the future just takes care of itself. So I'm paring everything down to be as much 
in the moment, or as I say, in the day as possible, and then everything else just takes care of itself. So in this aligned state of being where I accept that today everything's as it is and nothing needs to be different, that everything is good, that everything's working out, that I can't see it all, then I'm receptive to inspiration, and then that inspiration will say, hey, send out an email to Cindy and book a podcast, you know, and but not being attached to it. So I didn't care that the first couple times it didn't work out, and so we here we are now. doesn't matter to me at all. I have no agenda whatsoever. And that allows me to be in alignment more often because I can't see anything is wrong. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I've been doing the moment-by-moment moment thing for a while. And in the beginning, I, I had a little trouble because I couldn't remember some things, you know. And I said, that's just my age. No, it's not my age. It's my moment-by-moment moment because you now change. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and it's gotten easier. And for the exact same reason, what happened to me is the same thing that you just said that when things don't go as I, and I don't do a lot of planning actually, because when you're in the moment, the, 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 the inspiration comes and you move. And, and right. And you move. So if it doesn't come for one thing, I know it's going to come for another that's better. You know, that's exactly. going to be better, that, that's more in alignment with what I really want, not what I thought I wanted. Right. right? Like if we had, if I cared about this, I might've been disappointed that we didn't get together last week, yeah. but I knew that the time obviously was not right, you know? And so I was looking forward to whenever it happened would be the yes. best possible time yeah. to make the, to make, you know, to come out with the most creative and elegant conversation that would then inspire others and, and lead well, them on the journey. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you that last week, um, I wasn't I wasn't feeling well vibrationally. I yeah. was I was caught up in this in the energies that are coming in and and um, and Joseph, sorry, I'm hot flashing here. Um, Joseph said, you know, it, and I I knew this is not a conversation I want to have when I'm feeling crappy. Yeah, you know, and and it, it didn't work. So I was very relieved and thank you for being so patient with me um, to get past that. You know, just to get past that. And when we go through those doubting periods, I don't know if you do. I can't imagine you doing it. But I, I have had less and less of those um, as, you know, the more alignment I stay. But when the energies and when the energies are just flowing in, now we're about to hit three eclipses in the month of June, which is going right. to be wild. Um, and normally I can tell when they're around. It doesn't affect me that much, but I just lay low. You know, but this one was pretty powerful. And they said, it's just the new energies coming in. Just soothe yourself, you know, just be pissed off if you want to be pissed off for a while. And I was, um, and that was fine. And when you get through it, you will be clearer. You yes. know, you will have expanded. Of course, we expand through those times. So it gave me a whole new outlook on that. So I'm very appreciative. I'm so grateful that you were so nice about that. And, um, you know, and I'm grateful for this conversation too. Our conversations are fun. Yeah. So. It was interesting because, um, really in the last, all of 2019, I was extremely busy. I had six, seven calls lined up every single day wow. and I was working Saturday and Sunday and I was you know, really enjoying it. Lots of energy. Um, and then the coronavirus hit and I'm like, well, it's not going to change my life. I'm still, yeah. I'm still working at home. You know, it doesn't really change anything for me at all. But then what I found was I was really looking forward to the days where I only had one call or two call. And some days I had no calls and I stopped booking things on the weekend. And I'm like, where is this productivity gone? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. no, you just got to relax. It'll come back. But right now is a time for everyone to take a little breather. And yes. to realize that productivity in and of itself is meaningless. Yes. It has to be done in alignment. In alignment yeah. is all the power. And yeah. in productivity, just for this productivity's sake, is, is spinning around in a hamster wheel. Yes. Because, you know, for you especially, if you're doing, let's just say you're doing five a day, but you're out of alignment when you're doing them because you're tired, you have other things to do, whatever, whatever the reason is, you're doing them out of alignment and you do one where you're in alignment, it's going to be much more productive yeah. for what you want to get out there. Than yeah, much more powerful and yes. beneficial. Yeah. And yeah. Because these are vibrational conversations, you know. 
Yeah. And they're received vibrationally. Too. It's funny when I look at my old life and, you know, all the stuff that I did all day long, um, it was what, it doesn't matter. You know, it was, it, it was really nothing is yeah. what it was, you know? Yeah. And I thought it was such a big deal because I was having these meetings and, and making things happen and making money and buying properties and all this stuff. It's like, that was nothing, right? That old life, it was, you know, there were times where it was a lot of fun and times with a lot of stress, but it was all self-imposed stuff. And, and my whole mental framework was, this is how things are done. Well, now I come here and everything I do has so much energy and vitality to it and is contributing. And yeah. so you feel that satisfaction that was vacant to me and all my friends who had businesses, you know, yeah. it was just, it was like working at a post office. Oh, you delivered all the mail. Great. Well, here's a whole bunch more mail. That's what right. are you really doing? You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a horrible thought. Yeah. Wow. Um, the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, I enjoyed what I did, but, um, Certainly, it was it was just get up and go, get up and go, get up and go, get up and go. You know, although it was fun it, and it was different. And thank God, I was lucky enough to be in advertising, and it was really fun and stimulating. Um, but after that, you know, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine going back to that world now. Right. Yeah. Which, uh, I, I can't even. I really can't even see myself. I have one friend who still works in that world, and when we talk and it's not much anymore, unfortunately, I can't even stand to, to hear the monotony, you know, the monotony. I can feel my vibration going down and I say, let's change the subject. Let's, let's not go there. You know, why don't you tell me about my day? Like, oh, my <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So we won't be living that way on the new earth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to say. yeah. <laughs> we'll be co-creating from love. We'll be co-creating this beautiful, place and it's very exciting we'll very all exciting. be guests on everyone else's podcast yes yes <laughs> and i'm gonna have you on i'm gonna start doing some here pretty soon um and so i'm making my list and you're at my top of my list so i hope you will come and absolutely as, as we talk about the new earth and i have a whole bunch of people i can send you who would love to be oh. on it yeah oh, i'd love that That'd and you great. can be on theirs too um love- which is all work you know the the fun part of our lives is sharing this information yes. and practicing it ourselves and being these examples and growing these relationships with people. Yes. You know, I have friends all over the world now. Yeah. Everywhere I go, in any yeah. town I go in, there's friends that I can yes. hook up with. You know, it's just amazing. You know, what I get the most joy out of, um, I, I started uh, about a month ago only, I started doing one-on-one sessions. Yeah. And I had not done them before. And um, what I had, what gave me so much joy is as we're giving different perspectives with which to see, I can see on the face, oh my God, I never thought about that. Right. Oh my God, I never thought about that. Oh my God, you know, that feels yeah. so good. I never thought about that. Yeah. Like, oh my God, yes, <laughs> yes, another one. Another yeah. one can move in the new direction. Yeah, and because unless their perspective has changed, they can, you know, we're not teaching them anything. We're just offering another perspective, That's another right. perspective that will enable you to live life as you intended effectively. Yes. And that is what every single human on this planet wants. You know? That's right. You well, know? yes. When you shift the perspective, the inside changes and then the outside changes. Yeah. You know, and that's what people come and say, well, how do I, I've been trying to manifest this thing. I said, well, first of all, you're trying exit, exit that out, you know, right. and, and that's not what you want to focus on. And, you know, you're focusing on, well, I'm, I'm trying so hard. Well, that's why you're not getting it because you think you have to try a, I mean, yeah. we, could, we could talk about that for hours, but yeah. yeah, it's just a shift in perspective, a shift from a teaching that was perhaps from, uh, from the, realm of fear you know and a lot of a lot of things that we are talking about um and what joseph is writing about we did start the next book um although it's slow going right now um and it's all about how the new human will live on the new earth so it's a total shift from where we are now you know i mean a total shift a lot of the old paradigm teachings you know are just like you know um uh what, what is that? The hard work thing? Um, 
God. Effort know. and struggle. Yeah. yeah, work hard. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything is a struggle. Life is a struggle. Right. Life is not easy. All those things that are that are taught to us from our parents. Well, from our parents, but my, you know, my mother lived in the depression. I mean, this is what they were taught. So yeah. of course they're going to teach us what they were taught. So now we're teaching new. We're yeah. teaching anew. Yeah. yeah. So that points to the breakdown of all these institutions. Yes. So there's no need for governments or countries or armies or uh, schools or financial institutions. Uh, you John know, Lennon had it right. Yeah. All of this stuff is going to break away. But first, our belief system that we need it, that we need a leader to tell us what to do, that we need people to tell us how to think, that we need someone to teach us something. Yeah. You know, yeah. we have friends um, that their son is 14. So I think he's in eighth grade, maybe ninth grade. And so we're having a party here. We're having these dinner parties here all the time. And she's like, have you done your work? And he's like, Mom, when school got out two months ago, that's the last time I did anything. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I like that kid. <laughs> right? Didn't do one thing. Didn't even think about opening up his computer or anything. Right? Just been doing what he's wanted to do. And he's been busy and had stuff going on. Yeah. It's like when, they, when these kids all go back to school, they're going to say, oh, my God, I love the school because I hate Zoom and I want to be with my friends. And the Zoom was ridiculous. Imagine – having to listen to a teacher without your friends. The yeah. friends are the only thing that makes it worth anything. You know, your people yeah. around you. Right. And they, and then between classes, you get to talk and have lunch and recesses yeah. after school. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to change their, all students' fundamental idea about what education is. I want my friends, but I don't need this stuff, you know? Yeah. And here we have a government. I mean, this has been happening since Katrina, really, is where you realize the government's not there to save you, you know, and that when you rely on this government to tell you what to do, you're going to have your life limited by what they say. Well, of course. And if you can prepare yourself for anything and realize that you and your friends can get by with whatever you need, in this new life, which is maybe not the mansion, not the yacht, not these things, but this community and enough food and, and being able to be of service, you know, or do something that's satisfying. So this shift is happening, you know, and then people are now realizing that their body and their immune system and, and how important that is not to take that for granted. And then their relationships with, with everyone that they know, and then their passions and interests. You know, why are you not baking? Why are you only baking now? Why is that joy now? Why are you not sewing and yeah. starting a business or something like that? You know, yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's all about um, well, from our perspective and, and from the alignment perspective, it's all about self responsibility. You know, and authenticity yeah. and self respect and self because when you are in alignment. You know, we teach selfishness and selfishness from the aspect or from the perspective of one, because when you're selfish in your own alignment, you benefit everybody. Absolutely. You know? So Absolutely. if you're responsible for yourself and your own alignment, you are exampling what that is. Self-sovereignty. Yes. You are here to experience your life your own way without conforming to anyone. When right. you are doing your one-on-one -on -one sessions, are you channeling verbally? Yes. Um, yeah. We, you know, we go back and forth and I'd like to, we don't have to do it today, but I'd like, and maybe I'll do it with you when I bring you on my podcast. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about channeling Yeah. because, you know, I did a, um, I did an interview with Brian Scott and um, it was wonderful. And um, I got some comments, uh, not many, most of the comments were like 99% of them were really very accepting of Joseph and me and the whole Abraham connection. And I was thrilled about that. That was the most we've been ever been exposed really to that amount of people. So it was, it was thrilling to me, but a couple of the comments says she's not really channeling. She's faking it. She's doing, and, and I, and I was 
taken back by that, you know, and Joseph said, don't get your panties in a wad. This <laughs> is, um, this is an opportunity to teach now because we are, we are, you and I, and all channels now, we are exampling what the new human aspect will live like. And that is in constant connection right. with who we refer to as the soul or the higher self. Right. We are in constant, so it's going to be constant channeling. Yes. So when we channel, I look like this. Yes. You know, they're here now and they pipe in. Yeah. Um, but it's it, it's exampling the oneness of, of who we are. And it's an example to everybody that everybody is a channel. Yeah. They're Everyone's a channel. Yes. I've said this before is everyone can sing. Yes. Some have a natural talent to it. Some enjoy it. Some don't believe they can and are afraid of it, but everyone can sing and everyone can channel. And this conversation right now, all we're doing is receiving thoughts in yeah. the moment to say to each other, we're receiving those thoughts. Where are those thoughts coming from? Right? In essence, in this high vibration conversation, we're channeling. But yeah. now we're doing it as our personalities instead of yes. letting Joshua come through or Joseph come through clearly as their yes. collective. Um, and, and we're using this as a device too, because now I, I'm not attached to whatever Joshua says. I'm not attached to whatever they write. I put it out there, but I'm not, this isn't Gary. So the criticism, you know, doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, what I do notice is that having done this seven years is that criticism was my own wobble reflected back to me. And so the one or two out of the hundred would affect me, you know, yeah. and it's like, and even if they weren't even negative, even if they were just neutral, um, it would affect me. And now it doesn't even happen anymore. It's, it's, it's 100% positive whenever I'm, you know, feeling in alignment and doing it. Now, if I was to be on the Joe Rogan show or something, I don't think I'd even read those comments because that would affect me. And there would be my wobble about, being who I truly am in this much larger audience. Yeah. 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 I was, I was surprised, you know, it never occurred to me because I've been doing this a long time too. And in my own groups, you know, in smaller groups and stuff. And, um, and so when I read the first one, I kind of, I kind of, hmm, that's weird. I, I mean, it, it just didn't occur to me that it would come off that way. And Joseph said a lot of things, but they said, this is not an indication of your, channeling this is this is an indication of their awareness right their readiness so yes and there's yeah. fear in there too so yeah. and i said okay right. you know and they yeah. said Let's don't don't even you know yeah and it has nothing to do with you yeah. the grand canyon has like on yelp has hundreds of negative reviews <laughs> what but they're funny. You should read them. They're funny. The Grand Canyon has <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I looked up the Grand Canyon. I'm like, like who would give a bad review to the Grand Canyon? <laughs> you know, don't <laughs> oh, you? That's the Grand a great Canyon. analogy. Yeah, the Grand Canyon doesn't care, and the Grand Canyon is magnificent. You know, <laughs> and someone's not going to like the Grand Canyon. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> All right, I got it. That's good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. But anyways, I was going to say, as your one-on-one -on -one conversations whenever those people will allow you, you can use those as uh, podcasts. Yeah, I thought about that too, and I would like to do that because they're all talking about really, really in the past three weeks, they've all been talking about the same thing, which is how do I get out of this mindset of fear and move to love even though I'm not, because I'm experiencing this. And of course they say, Joseph says, well, of course you're experiencing it because that's where your focus is. Right. You know, so we teach the shift in perspective. And yeah. yes, I did think about and, and so, yes, yeah, so the, the, the message or the conversation has been consistent. So it would be great. So that tells me that there's a lot of need for this. Yeah. And, you know, people are, are really want to get out of they want to know their worth. First of all, they want to know that they're worthy of more and that they're allowed to choose. Allowed to choose. Wow. That's. That's like an oxymoron to me. I don't know. Allowed <laughs> to choose and that there are, there's another way to do something. You right. know, there's, there is another perspective right. to walk with. And yeah. it will get us to the new earth. But the most important thing is to live now in that space. Well, while you're talking about that, why don't you talk about the fear of death? 
oh, well, fear of death, of course, is out of alignment because there is no death. We know right. that, right? And I'll tell you that I have never been afraid of death. I, 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 don't, I don't ever think I remember even thinking about it. But when I started this whole channeling thing and I started um, channeling them too and doing some mediumship work, comes with the territory, I'm sure you've been there too. Um, and I did it only for heal, for friends and family and for healing purposes and, um, or for we say expanding purposes. And so that experience for me, it changed everybody, first of all. And I had some that were strict Southern Baptists that don't believe in this and, you know, this is evil and you shouldn't be doing with all that, all that stuff. But when they get down to, I, the grief is so horrible. They want they want to hold on to something, so they say, "Okay, you know." And it shifts them. I you see the shift in them, and I love that. But what I what I experienced from that in talking to them and feeling their vibration, and that's why I I ended up doing it more than I thought I would because the the feeling of that loving vibration was so powerful in me. Um, I just loved that feeling, and I could be laughing at what they're showing me and the one in front of me is crying because they're feeling the vibration. It's a loving feeling. So of course, and they, they of course say the same thing. We're wonderful. We're happy. We're love. They're just love because the, the vibration of that is love. Yeah. So the evolution um, we're teaching too is the evolution of not only um, the human aspect, but the evolution of consciousness. Right. This is why Joseph came out and said, we are the evolved consciousness of Abraham and Seth. Right. We want you to know that you are evolving. You don't die. You know, we are evolving. The Cuban collective is evolving. And so once you understand um, that evolution is happening in every single moment and that there is no death, there's only transition. There is no hell. There is no, you don't go to a bad place. You know, this, this heaven that um, the Bible talks about and that we talk about, we say that the, um, actually, I brought it up to Joseph one day when they were talking about the new earth. And, and um, I said, it sounds like the Garden of Eden. They said, yes, you can, you can put that in our, as our words that we are creating the evolved Garden of Eden. And so the human aspect will go with that. So where death comes in, when these people that have transitioned into this higher loving vibration and still around all of us right. and connectable, mm -hmm. uh, connectable. And even um, more connected. More. Oh, yeah. Well, they're that consciousness. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and they, they come to us. I call them through my focus and their focus. Right. Just like Joseph, when I'm, you know, Joseph says, we're always focused on you. When you focus on us, you can hear us. Right. Right. They're so, always on. Yes. It's like the electricity in the walls. Yes. When you're ready to turn that light switch, the light yes. comes on. Yeah. Yes. Same yeah. thing with the dead people. Yeah. Ah, and they're, just... they're wonderful. It's the same thing because they're all of the higher, you know, so I'd like to say to your audience, and I will say it over and over to my own. Um, that there is no hell. Nobody's going to hell. I don't care how bad they were. Hitler did not go to hell. God. This is not, we, you know, these are human limitate, limited thoughts, you know, of what happens to us. We want to see somebody who just, who, who did horrible things to other people. We want to see them punished. It's a control mechanism. It's a control mechanism. We say that Hitler gave us fear. We want to make sure that never happens again. So he's banished to hell. Right. But Joshua wrote an article years ago that says everyone goes to heaven, including Hitler. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's no hell. In fact, I heard the audible voice when this is all first starting back in, before I started writing with them in the nine, in 09. Um, I heard the audible voice five times. And one of those times they said, there is no hell and there is no devil. Yeah. And at that time I was pretty immersed in Christianity at that time. And that's mm. when they were leading me out of it. And wow. as soon as they said that, I felt relief like you can't imagine. Sure. Yeah. Because you're holding on to something that one doesn't resonate with you and two is scary. It's scary. You know, and I was raised Catholic. Yeah. I was afraid of God. I was like this all the time trying to stay under the radar. Absolutely. You know? Live a small yeah. life. Oh, Don't yeah. do anything that might you yes. know, provoke the wrath of God. You, you know. Yep. That's and all that's obviously control. Now 
But Jesus is talking about heaven and hell. Jesus is talking about alignment or out of alignment, not somewhere else here. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. God said, I put before you life and death, choose life. We evolved that to, I put before you love and fear, choose love. Right. It's the same thing. Exactly. When, when Jesus said, or it was translated that he said, um, the devil is beneath my feet. We translate that as the dark vibration is beneath me. It cannot affect me. So when you're in alignment, when you're above the denseness, you don't, you cannot experience something. You're not a vibrational match to. Right. So if you're not swimming around in the fear, you can't attract it. Yeah. Maybe that's what walking on water was the illustration of. I'm sure it had something, yeah, it had something to do with that. He's saying, look, you can do all. He said it. He's not a savior. He said, look, I'm going to example. Right. I'm going to example who you are and yeah. you'll do. And he knew, he knew then when he said, you'll do what I have done and more. He knew that there was an evolution, that we evolved. He, right. he knew that. He's still teaching. Yeah. He's still teaching. He, Yet yeah. man wants to put people on a pedestal and follow this person. And this is why Bikram, the Kundalini Yoga guy, all these people have been like torn down and everyone's like, oh my God, what do we do now? Well, now we realize that we don't need this leader, that I'm not your leader, that you are here to think for yourself and to bring in this information. It just happens that Joseph and Joshua are convenient ways for you to receive this information yes. because you still don't think that you channel. That's right. In essence. Right. Yeah. And however you want to say, you know, I said for years, I was a Wayne Dyer fan for a long time. And when he used to do those um, PBS specials and he would get up there and just walk the stage back and forth, I knew he was channeling the whole time. Right. He, right. And I'm, he probably knew it too, yeah. but he's not going to say it because people will go, Oh my God, you know, Exactly. And I think Eckhart Tolle is channeling too. Of course. Think, yeah. Know, yeah. I think everybody who's got this information is channeling. And, you know, so we want to bring it, and you're doing a great job of this too, but we want people to understand that this is a gift that everybody has. It is an ability that is within our consciousness. Right. We we're born and with available it. to everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that this source of information that is pure and based in love and without fear is the same source of information that you get when you receive inspiration to do something. Yes. When you're in alignment, you receive that inspiration yes. from your inner self and from your guides. Yes. If you're ever noticing the clock is one, 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 you know, All the time. it's because you're inspired to look at the clock. They sent you a message, look to the left, notice the clock, pick up your phone, whatever it is and see the alignment. You are acting on inspiration. You can act on inspiration in all moments and all time. And you are meant to, we're meant to be this blended being between our inner selves without being distracted by fear. And we have come accustomed to living our life based in fear. So now we're changing that entire direction. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Have you read, um, talking about Chandler's Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill, wrote a book in the 40s, I think it was, and it's called Outwitting the Devil. And it was just released in 2011. It's an audiobook. It's on Audible right now. And his wife made him promise that he wouldn't release it because it's Outwitting the Devil, right? And then she wouldn't release it in her life. And then it wasn't until the family offered it in 2011 that got released. But it's, it is... Napoleon Hill having a conversation with the devil, purely channeled. And of course, the devil, we realize at the end is God. You know, it's never the devil anyway. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. on my list, actually. You're the, you're the second or third person that asked me if I've read it. And I wrote it down. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I will. And so yeah. you're saying it's not a book. It's only on Audible. No, no, it could be a book, too. But we listen to it on Audible. Yeah, when we yeah. go road, road trips and stuff. I'm going to, yeah, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to read because now that's a sign for me, you know, right. Seems we'll read the book. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's in very simple terms for people of the forties and fifties, yeah. but it's fun to listen to, you know, okay. and you think about it from their perspective, like, is this real? You know, uh, yeah. but, but knowing what we know now, I you understand can, why she didn't want it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She didn't want to Same thing with Dolores Cannon. You know, I mean, when she came out, 
you know, nothing was said. She really blew the doors off, which was fabulous. Sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation. Tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, um, the teachings of Joseph, J O S E F dot com. And we're on Instagram, the teachings of Joseph. I didn't actually post anything today, but I post there three, four times a day. How are you doing with your posts? I quit. Why? We it's, got we got um, blacklisted or something on Instagram. You did not. We got this message saying you are no longer able to use the Instagram tools. And so after that date, we had no new followers. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's after you. Well, it's like, it's like, uh, I think it was because before you sent me that template, yeah. We were using these quotes that we had done years ago that were using uh, other people's photographs yeah. that, that we all had um, the rights to, but but something with that, I think, really? happened to yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't for me. Yeah, it was, I hadn't seen you. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. Um, Tracy was doing it, and, you know, and I was, like, not into it. Yeah. Um, not because I was, you know, pretty busy here. So when the coronavirus started, we sort of sort of left it off. Yeah. But I, yeah. I mean, yeah. If they said it to me, I'd be gone too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Wow. Well, Gary, thank you so much. And I'll be in touch. Excellent. I, I look forward to it. Okay. We'll say goodbye to everyone. Bye, everybody. Thank Bye, everybody. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to find us on Facebook, we have a private group just for Joshua listeners. It's called The Friends of Joshua. So just search that in Facebook and ask to join and we'll add you. Also, if you'd like to help us spread Joshua's teachings, the very best way you can do that is to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Also, if you can subscribe to the podcast, that would help a lot. We're ranking higher and higher each week as we go forward. And this is really how people find us. So thanks for everything you do, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on the Teachings of Joshua Roundtable. Remember, you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next week.